0: i am lucky joined by mvp my boy the third man alexis you can number follow three. all of us yeah number three you can follow <laughs> us on uh youtube uh instagram facebook we're on all that we're on every audio platform as well spotify uh apple music amazon all the good stuff so follow us on everything comment what you like what you don't like i'm out of breath already just from talking so uh <laughs> we're gonna do a little bit of different episode we're not gonna do a recap we thought it'd be cool to just talk about how we all got into wrestling. I got a couple top five lists that I'm gonna spring on you guys. No notes. See what you guys think, and then we'll do the pay per view game, and then we'll go from there. So let's start with MVP. How you doing?
1: I'm doing all right, man. Good.
0: Good. How's your week?
1: Uh, well, uh, <laughs> traveling, vacation, eating.
0: That's what I was gonna get out of in Vegas. You were all over yeah. the country here. <laughs>
2: Yeah, uh, vacation,
0: man. <laughs> How about you, third man? What you been doing?
2: MVP living the good life over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying there to no
0: crusher fest, but it was Vegas in uh, Arizona.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, no crusher fest this this weekend. Unfortunately, I'm just uh, just doing my damn thing here in Milwaukee, working on uh, moving into a new place. Yeah. So we'll be yeah we got to be out by the end of the month. Uh, houses are sold. So. Been pretty busy with that, but I had a good weekend, and uh, ready to talk some wrestling.
0: There you go. So, uh, like I said, no notes or anything. We're just gonna we're just gonna BS this episode. Just a lot, a lot of conversation. People like to listen to that, right? So, let's start with MVP. When did you get into wrestling? What what attracted you to wrestling?
1: Well, um, I, I grew up uh, in Chicago, um, fairly poor. So I just remember my mom would have whatever channels that we could, you know, with the antenna. And, I don't know, Saturdays would be wrestling. I remember, like, obscure names like Roadblock on
0: the TV. You're watching Saturday Night um, on WCW. Yes.
1: (laughs) So I I moved to the suburbs in fifth grade, and that's where I meet you. And fifth grade—that's
0: grade. <laughs> an eternity ago—and
1: that's where uh, uh, we're talking. We're talking ninety-seven, ninety-eight. So we're we're deep into the heart of the Monday Night Wars, and that's what anybody in our class was talking about wrestling. You included, you <laughs> and at the time I didn't I didn't watch it, and uh, I do believe you did make fun of me for. Not liking wrestling,
0: <laughs> so, so which the, now people make fun of us because we watch wrestling. But anyway. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so um, to fit in, you know, to to try to make some friends, I go, I, <laughs> I start. I, it's on a Monday. I'm watching Nitro, and then I see Diamond Alice Page. So I'm like, oh, <laughs> the next thing, yep,
0: bang, yeah, yeah. self high five. The
1: next day of school, just like with this new knowledge that I know, oh, DDP, Diamond Els Page. <laughs> I go up to you, I'm like, hey, Trev, hey, Lucky, what's, uh, you know what DDP stands for? You're like, Diamond Els Page.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I do remember all that. That's good times. But- Crashing down.
1: But, um, yeah, just, uh, I, I was a WCW guy, NWO, that just like hooked me in. Uh, I remember getting an NWO shirt for my birthday one year and I wore that thing damn near every day. <laughs>
0: yeah, until there's holes in it and yeah. Or until the wolf pack came out, then you changed it the red and black. But
1: <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. So um I, I mean if if I look deep in my my piles of junk, I'm probably sure I could see that I probably have it somewhere.
0: <laughs> I'm not going to embarrass you however because this is a gangster move by the way 5th grade Alexis right he comes to my birthday party oh
1: <laughs>
0: full sting oh, face paint here now. sting sting face paint white and black and uh, I'm like hell yeah like sting bro and my sister uh, had said something I don't know she's like 8 years old and he put her in a scorpion death lock <laughs> oh. sting face paint <laughs>
1: I'll embarrass myself. Everybody at that party was laughing at me. <laughs> yeah. But, uh... So so um, all right, uh, we're we're knee deep in NWO, and then all of a sudden you hear this noise coming from the WWF, The Rock, and that hooked me to start watching the. So, so uh, I would watch. I, I I would watch Raw, but I would put a tape in the VCR to watch to to record uh, Nitro. Mm-hmm. But then I figured I figured out like a couple hours after Raw would uh, leave the air, they would replay Nitro. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I I'd, I'd be up late every Monday just watching both both brands, and you know, I loved it
0: yeah no same here i but i did it different i would watch nitro live i'd record raw mm. so when nitro was over i'd watch my recording of raw and then mm. i'd watch the replay of nitro so i'm like <laughs> nonstop stop mondays Yep. so what about you alexis what brought you into wrestling
2: honestly what brought me into wrestling was my dad uh my dad and my uncle my uncle jr big big wrestling fans um my dad would actually get tickets from his job, doing like win like raffle tickets and stuff like that, and um, took me to some wrestling events. And uh, you know, he was the cable man. So back in the day, we had something called the Hot Box, oh,
1: uh, yeah.
2: which was a cable box. For those of you who don't know, it's it's a cable box that basically had all the channels. Um, Spice, yeah. Yeah. Including, including, yeah, it had two pay per view channels Deep cut. and then it had the Spice Channel. But the Spice Channel was always blurry, <laughs> so all you could do was just hear the audio, but you couldn't watch the video.
0: Uh, before you finish, I used to watch pay per views like that because I didn't have money to buy the pay per view squiggly lines, but I'd listen, yeah. And that's when I watched Bash at the Beach '96. And I'm listening, I'm like, Hulk Hogan's here, and I'm like, I can't see a damn thing. What's Hulk? it's like listening to the radio? What's Hulk Hogan gonna do? Do
1: it, yeah, that, no, that, that's I'm familiar. Hulk... That's how I uh, witnessed Goldberg's streak getting <laughs>
2: broken.
0: But, yeah, keep going.
2: Yeah, so um, so my dad was always, like, a big, huge wrestling fan, and he would always have it on. Um, I remember watching him, watching, like, Saturday night's main event on Saturdays, because, you know, that was on regular TV. And that was back in the day when we had the – you had to turn the channel with the knob, on the TV back in the day, you know? And um, yeah, he really got me into wrestling. I remember my my first like memories like wrestling was um, like Sting, WCW, Sting and Vader, um, Lex Luger. You know, those are like really my first uh, real memories. And then when when we went over to WWF, my first real memory was like the Ultimate Warrior, Hogan was a little. Hogan was pretty popular, but it wasn't like '80s. I was born in '85, so I really didn't catch him during that time. But uh, Bret Hart was like my first real big um, uh, wrestler that I that I really grew up with during the um, during my time. So it was just uh, bonding with my dad and with my uncles, and every time there was a pay per view, they would come over. We would order pizza. You know what I mean. Um, and uh, it was a good time. It was a good time. In elementary school, you know, it was the whole, you know, DX and NWO. That was kind of the thing. You know, we're all kind of the same age. So that was the big thing in elementary school. So I remember in elementary school, we had a, a group of friends who were real big NWOs. And then, then then the other group of friends was all up in DX, giving everybody the cross chop, getting <laughs> getting in trouble by our teachers by telling everybody yeah. to suck it, you know. <laughs> um. And yeah, it just grew over time. And then, like I said, we'd go to my, uh, I remember the first event I can remember going to was a WCW event, and I actually watched a cage match with Steve Austin when he was stunning Steve Austin. Nice. And he actually took a bump from the top of the of the cage. He was doing a, uh, coming off the cage, I believe he was, I don't know if it was like Rick Rude or Sting, if I remember correctly, and he took a bump off the top of the cage and he landed on both of his knees. Crazy. So I think that's kind of where his um, his braces, pop yeah. kind of started, you know. But this was back when it was the uh, the Allstate Arena when I used to go to the Allstate Arena, and then the UIC Pavilion is uh, where it, the is
0: where WCW used to come. It's currently the All-State Arena,
2: Ro- Rosemont Hor- Horizon. Horizon. Yeah. yeah, it was the Rosemont Horizon, and uh, we seen a lot of stuff at the UIC Pavilion too, yeah. over in, in UIC. So that's kind of what got me started into wrestling
0: nice yeah for me it was my uncle uh my uncle ray so you know he grew up in uh watching wrestling like 70s 80s like prime Ric flair von eric's the free birds uh you know his favorite was chris Va- What is it chris von eric had a good uh super kick he said it was better than Shawn michaels any day of the week that the way he popped that noise like that was the best super kick but so i'd watch him re- watch it and i'm like you know i really like this so if you know anything about ron lake there was um the family video but then they had a dollar video yeah and dollar video is where i went to go get pay-per-views i would just rent pay-per-views and watch them over and over again like every friday i'd rent a pay-per-view and i'd watch it till the tape ran out all week um but yeah I was big...
2: rewind oh yeah <laughs> I, I don't
0: know i hope i rewound. i was young but um yeah i remember the first pay-per-view i rented that i fell in love with was a. Wrestlemania 6 ultimate warrior versus Hulk Hogan that was just like and now it's like that was a good match for what it was you know it's not like spectacular but back then I was blown away by this like title for title like it was just crazy and then but I I became more of a WCW guy and then you know start WWF with the Attitude Era but then there's a time where I fell off of wrestling for many years I just stopped Mm -hmm. watching and you know started working when I was 16 got friends you know you know the gig right but then I think I came back to watch it around WrestleMania 25 is when I fell back in love with it perfect timing for Shawn Michaels Undertaker and all that good stuff right oh but, yeah but yeah that's pretty much my history so you know also well, my uncle
1: so we, we all have um, times where we we fell out mine mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, mine was definitely during high school when it wasn't the cool thing to do anymore and then I as just. Soon started,
0: as WCW got bought and then yeah, yeah. it's like yeah okay so like that um, war's over
1: <laughs> I remember just one day randomly just flipping channels and then I flipped it onto raw and I see Goldberg just spearing like Batista and I'm like okay I'll, I'll watch it until the commercial comes on. And and then you know I, I keep flipping channels. It never flipped. Yeah. And it, I, I, I fell back in love, and here we are
2: now. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. You had your falling out moment, Alexis.
2: Yeah, I kind of stopped watching. Um, I I watched through high school, and as I got into as I got older, but I stopped watching like a right around the CM Punk era, when that whole era, when his whole era was kind of going down. I I was I wasn't really watching. Um, you know life gets in the way you're doing other stuff you're working so I really didn't catch a lot of that uh Dolph Ziggler I didn't catch uh, I caught some of some of John Cena's the time you know he was so long um, I think I kind of caught like the beginning of it and kind of like the end of it I really didn't catch catch that middle too much um, so I kind of fell off a little bit there and then I think I got back into it maybe around maybe around 2016 I think right around 2016 is when I got back into it. I got my own place. Um you know, finally I got cable again, so I was able to watch Raw, you know, I was able to watch SmackDown. Um and then I started watching like some TNA at that time. Some well, before it was uh Impact Wrestling, it was TNA cuz I you know, some of my favorites growing up were Sting. He was yeah. one of one of my favorites growing up, so once I seen that he was at the uh in TNA, I started watching some TNA. And it kind of just uh continued ever since. I've been um uh, I've been a fan ever since. I remember when I had my son, I was watching uh I was watching NXT when Bobby Roode was the champ, when Glorious Bobby Roode was the champ, you know? Yeah. And uh really got into NXT for for a while. Um, I was you know basically NXT was the best you know wrestling programming for a long time. Yes. Yeah, you know, especially, especially those pay per views. Mm -hmm. um so i didn't really get to watch like the seth rollins um i didn't i didn't see a whole bunch of seth rollins and roman reigns and dean ambrose in nxt i kind of caught them when they when they became the shield so i think i right around when like finn Balor i believe was the champ in nxt is kind of when i got like kind of back into the whole wrestling deal
0: yeah i i I never really watched a lot of nxt and I, i mean i would watch glimpses of it right but the one memory i have that i love from nxt is when sammy Zayn won the nxt title and kevin owens just obliterates him and i was like yeah. wow this is crazy so yeah that, but other than that i never really
2: that was kevin
0: owens's nxt debut too yeah yeah and it just he's like celebrating it's this happy moment they're mm-hmm. crying and then boom like apron yeah. power bomb and That move, by the way, is so vicious looking. I'm like, oh, he's paralyzed. That's it. He's (laughs) he's done.
1: I mean, Ezekiel's still out because of it.
0: Yeah, (laughs) Ezekiel or Elias, either (laughs) one. Yeah. Okay. So, but other than that, like we did a little history lesson. Now I thought that um, every week we should do like a top five list. I picked two, and I didn't even tell you guys about it because I think it'd just be fun to just think about it while we're on here. So, how about top five? Of our favorite finishers.
1: Mm.
0: So, we'll go one at a time. We'll start with MVP. I'm putting you on the spot.
1: Oh. All right, so no particular order?
0: No particular order. Just your top Uh, five favorite finishers. uh,
1: I'm going to have to go with Goldberg Spear.
0: Why that one over anyone else?
1: Um... So I did watch – one time watch like, a video on, like, the different spears. Uh, like, in his prime, Goldberg lifted up the guy as he was tackling them. Oh, yeah. It was, it was just so impactful. I mean, it was legit because he was a football player. So he he would, like, legit run them over. And, I mean, all right, yeah. so if – if you see the gore, like back when Rhino was Rhino, Rhino was uh in his prime. He yeah. would he would just go he that that would, that would probably be the hardest spear. But then, like sometimes he looked like he would DDT himself doing it. Oh yeah, but I I don't know I for for me Goldberg spear.
0: Honorable mention, real quick. One of the moves that I've seen lately is not on like any thought of mine of like top five favorite but braun breaker when he spears someone off the the rope yeah. bruh,
2: that yeah. looks so vicious i can't even
0: but okay alexis one of your favorite finishers All
2: right, i'm gonna kind of throw it back here um so when wcw revenge came out you know booker t was the hotness right and um, the move that I love, that I would always do with him, was the yeah. <laughs> um, one of my favorite all-time finishes was the Harlem Hangover.
0: That's a great move, yeah. Which is
2: which is the where where he does the uh, the somersault off the top rope and then hits yeah. him with the leg drop. Yeah. I just always thought that that was just a super super cool move, yep. and uh, I always played with Booker T. In revenge, just to be able to do the Harlem hangover, because there was no creative player like Mm. in revenge. You know, you had to play with who you had. So um, I think one of the ones that just pops in my head right away that I always remember Harlem hangover.
0: That is a great move. Um, If I have to go with one, just because I loved Scott Hall and the way he made it look so smooth, I got to go Razor's Edge. Nice. Love the Razor's Edge. Just, just the way he'd hold him up, he'd just look around and just elegantly just slams him down. I'm like, oh, that's a great move. So, yeah, I got to go. Raising there up. you go. RIP,
2: Scott
1: Hall.
0: <laughs> yeah, RIP. <laughs> MVP, oh. what you got?
1: Okay, so <laughs> for me, um, I I don't refer to this as the sharpshooter. I refer to it as the scorpion deathlock. Yeah, because that's what it is. Like if you go back in the history. Like um, I think he's even said in an interview, um, Conan taught him how to do the scorpion deathlock. Yep, I remember that. So for me, the scorpion deathlock.
0: How about you, Alexis? Who oh, went number two? Number two.
2: All right the walls of Jericho but when he when it used to be the lion tamer yeah yeah, but the lion he the head, tamer, yeah. where he had where the guy was pretty much like upright mm-hmm. and he had his knee on his head mm-hmm. that was just always one of my favorite um my favorite submission move finishers you yes. know when I seen it I was like oh that just looks so gnarly so um, since we're since we're going with submission moves, I think mine will probably be the lion tamer.
0: I like that. Um, cool. You're gonna find the reason for my next one interesting. I'm going the pedigree. I just love the pedigree. But I saw a picture and it dawned on me like, how did I never notice this? When he holds the guy ready for the pedigree, they look like the shape the H and his name is Triple H. Oh, okay. and it looks like an H I'm like yeah, that is sure. amazing <laughs> but no um, the pedigree does is always one of my favorites you can hit it boom over you know like I love the pedigree and you can hit it on everybody too yep big Which show nice. everybody yeah. although it looks better when he does it on the smaller guys like Rey Mysterio it looks way more vicious <laughs> but what about you MVP
1: uh, three Uh I would have to go uh, again not in any particular order. Uh, I just I, I just think this is one of the prettiest moves. Uh, the shooting star press.
0: That's a nice one. I forgot about that one. The
1: and,
2: Billy
0: Kidman shooting star the
1: Billy Kidman shooting star press. Yeah. And then you know, how imperfect he was, he'd always land it crooked. But it, I I didn't care because that it always looked amazing to me that front that front uh going backflip
2: oh man
0: yeah no I like that what about you Alexis All right one
2: of my I know a lot of people talk about it's not a finisher because there's really not a whole lot of uh, impact one of my all-time favorites the people's elbow yeah um you know the rocks one of my one of my all-time favorites Mm -hmm. and you know when he takes off that that elbow pad and he just throws it into the crowd man it was just it was just awesome so the people's elbow for me definitely one of my one of my guilty pleasures there as far as finishers
0: my favorite people's elbow is the one on Ric Flair when he does the strut and then hits the elbow. That was oh. the funniest shit I've ever seen. You want to
2: know my? You ever seen um, the people's elbow that I like on SmackDown where he's in the? He, he,
0: does he
1: slide? Yeah. Yeah.
2: People's elbow <laughs> when he's yeah, in he his slacks and the shoes. Yeah. That's, that's probably my favorite. My favorite people's elbow.
0: Nice. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna throw it back a little bit for you guys. You got maybe you forgot about this move. I don't know. The Famouser by Billy
2: mm. oh, I like nice. The Famouser.
0: That's a great move. Shout uh, out to The Acclaimed. N- and no reason for it. Just the way it looked. I'm like, I like that move. That's one of my favorite moves to see him hit. So. No, That's an MVP. awesome
2: move. Yeah,
0: it's great a great moves.
2: move. Yeah. MVP. Uh,
1: mm. I'd have to go with uh, The Diamond Cutter nice he i mean you, you talk about randy orton hitting the archaeo out of nowhere ddp would hit it out of nowhere
0: yeah no i like when he would like spin the guy around and just in one move spin him and just hit him with it yeah. that was always good
2: and i think that had so many iterations you know of the diamond cutter which was crazy i remember when he was when he was hot like he was the hottest thing in wrestling mm-hmm. and that diamond cutter Remember in, uh, another one in WCW Revenge? You can hit the diamond cutter, yeah, uh, out the turnbuckle, off the ropes, yep. just just anywhere. Now diamond <laughs> cutter is definitely a definitely a good one for sure.
0: What about you, Alexis? Number four.
2: All right, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with another uh, top rope. And the first person I've ever seen do it was Too Cold Scorpio mm, in WCW. 450. The 450
0: spot. <laughs> yeah, that was a cool rem- move.
2: I, it was actually he actually did it against um, Chris Benoit.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Chris Benoit versus Two Core Scorpio. Uh, that was actually one of the first matches I ever remember watching in WCW. And uh, yeah, that was that's just a, just a sick move. Yeah, I know Ricochet does like the seven eighty or whatever, and everybody does the four fifty now. But that was the first time I ever seen it, and I had never seen it before. And I just think Two Core Scorpio, his was the best. Because his was the first one I've ever seen. So, right. so yeah, the 450, two-course Scorpio.
0: I like that. My last two are going to be very copy and paste. I'm not going to surprise anyone, but in no specific order. But my number four, Tombstone driver, Undertaker. Great move. Um, unless you're Hulk Hogan and then you fake being injured from it. But other than that, it's a great <laughs> move. <you know>? So <laughs> what about uh, UMP? Right,
1: so five. Uh oh. So one of my one of my favorite wrestlers of all time uh, was D. Malenko. Ooh. I know where that's going. Texas the Texas Cloverleaf.
2: Cloverleaf. Yep. The Cloverleaf. I remember. You know, Man of a thousand holds.
1: We would all do like backyard wrestling or living room wrestling. I remember that. It was the for me. It was like the easiest thing to put on. So. That that would always be my like finish the Texas Cloverleaf.
0: It's a great move. That, that's that's throwing it back. I forgot about that one. I should have I should have said that one. How about you, this? <laughs> well,
2: you know I could be biased. If, you know I could be biased. You know Macho Man is my favorite. Mm, it's so no wrong answers here. You know, there's something that I would do on my sister (laughs) my cousins all the time jumping on the bed it's the elbow drop from the top rope man i mean i love i just love that move um and it was actually like a finisher yeah so um it's just a move that i just remember doing all the time growing up and um it just brings a whole lot of great memories of uh of me doing it and um that's probably gonna round out my top five. The uh, that three I got three top uh, I got three uh, top rope moves, which is kind of surprising.
0: Yeah, I like that. So uh, bro, before I tell you my my last one here, uh, when I'm, I was young at my grandma's house, I like Macho Man too because I was watching WrestleMania three, four, five. So I would take all the couch cushions off the couch <laughs> and put them on the floor, and I'd stand on the couch, the arm of the couch, and I'd put my arms in there. I'd drive that elbow down the dude. It was
2: so awesome. Yeah,
0: I remember doing that. That, that was a good move. Um, last one, uh, arguably one of my top two wrestlers of all time, Sweet Chin Music, Shawn Michaels. Gotta go, Sweet Chin Music. So,
1: I'd have to disagree with your uncle and say Shawn Michaels has the best super kick.
0: Yeah, what was his name? Matt? Was it? Am I right? Chris Von Eric. He was in WCW I, too. Chris Adams. Gary? Chris Adams.
1: Gentleman, is. Chris Adams.
0: Yeah. Chris Adams, he said, had the best. Stone Cold Steve
1: Austin's trainer.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah, so then I'm, we're gonna do one more top five list because we still got a little time here. We're good. I,
2: I need to get an honorable mention for the, uh, for the finisher.
0: Oh, is it another top rope?
2: No, it's not a top. <laughs> it's not a top roper, and I I think I mentioned it a couple of podcasts ago. I don't think anybody should ever kick out of it. The Styles Clash. Mm. Yeah. That move just looks so crazy, yeah.
0: And they shouldn't kick out of it because the way he hits it and then rolls him over into the pin never, yeah.
2: You should never ever hit out of it. I I wanted to give uh AJ Styles an honorable mention on that one. The style splash,
1: anything he does like so like that phenomenal forearm looks amazing, yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, AJ Styles is very he doesn't get a, a lot of the attention he should get. Like, I think he should be a main eventer and he falls into the mid-card a lot, and I'm like, no, you're wasting AJ Styles. Where Technically, I mean, how many more years does he have? He's over 40 now. Yeah. I mean, utilize him now before he retires, you know, but all right, the next top five list, this might spark a little debate. Maybe, I don't know, top five entrance music.
2: It's a good one.
0: (laughs) Let's flip the script. We'll start with Alexis, then MVP, then me. Go ahead, Alexis.
2: All right. I'm gonna. This is another one where when I made my creative player no mercy. No. When I made creative player no mercy, I had this. I had this entrance music, and it's uh there it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh break down the walls with Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. That that Great. entrance music. Oh, uh, and the countdown. Mm-hmm. You know he made his debut at chi Town too. Yep. Yeah. At the, at During the, the
0: rocks promo. Oh yeah. Oh, Uh, what a way to debut, too. You interrupt The Rock?
2: Dude, I know.
1: Yeah. Fun fun fact, I was in Vegas during that, too. Really? (laughs) Yes. I remember watching that from a hotel room.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's good. What about you, uh, MVP?
1: Uh, Randy Orton voices.
2: That is... That, that is clutch. a that is a great that that is a
0: that
1: great. song I remember when he first came out to it I'm like what what is what is this song i'm like yo porn got some new music I, and and since then it's been on my
2: gym playlist now is that a song by uh by an artist or did they make that specifically for him I think uh they i mean back you know they outsource artists. Oh, okay and then yeah they you know totally his viper character yeah that's one of those songs that you don't have to change either yeah it so could stay they, the same forever mm-hmm.
1: so I, yeah that that's that his forever and you know I that's one you know what i i'll I'll even say it. it's my favorite thing
0: <laughs> well i kind of hate you because in my head I'm like I gotta go voices you know why because I like when the lights hit when it's like Bang, yeah. Bang, and the lights, like, so now I gotta change it. I'm gonna yeah, go. You don't have to. No, no, I'm going to because I wanna, I wanna be different. And I'm gonna go with this one. The Four Horsemen entrance music.
1: Oh, or right. so, so which one? The, when you hear
0: like the horses gallop and then. The, no, like, but the,
1: there, there's, there's like two different, like, I remember WCW remixed it when, uh, when they yeah, formed it, like, it in '98.
0: Yeah, when it was like Flair, Arn, Arn Anderson, Benoit, uh, um, okay. Yeah, that that music. Like the horses galloped in that like just it sounds like desperado is coming to a war or something like. That, I like that. Like ding, 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 The way the guitar hits. You guys want to oh, hear like something? You guys want to know something? What's that?
2: I have no idea what entrance song you're talking about right now.
0: <laughs> I'll send it to you after this. <laughs> Let me going
2: to get the copyright strikes if we play it? Yeah, we don't want to get broke down for the copyrights now.
0: <laughs> no, I hear you. Okay. No,
2: but I know what you're talking
1: about their, their music like I, the, the second iteration of their music I really liked the first one for me just sounded like
2: cheap porn music
0: yeah <laughs> well it was but okay. uh, Alexis go ahead number two
2: man another one that I love that is probably uh, at one of everybody's favorite theme songs. It's the stone cold glass break, man. You hear that stone cold glass break, and it, it does. And uh, dude, the crowd went wild. But the iteration that I really, really like was the one that Disturbed made for him. Mm,
0: yes, that's
2: the one that I really. like. that, that so, one was so dope. Yeah, a lot of people don't like that one, but the disturbed stone cold Steve Austin. I just, I just love that. Uh, I just love that one.
1: Yep, I remember. W- I remember when he first came out to it. Uh, it's like he he, re- he was returning from neck surgery. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yep, and then uh, I think he was encountering like every McMahon. He'd stun him, and then the, it'd play again, and then cut. He stunned someone else, and then it'd play again. Yeah, he had played like five times. I'm like, this is dope
0: music. Yeah. Um, you stole one of mine, but well, we're all gonna have a lot of the same ones. Go ahead, MVP number two. Uh,
1: cult of personality.
0: Man, are we all on the same page here? Well, I want to be <laughs> but now I gotta like. <laughs> yeah,
1: it, it was. I, w- I was three when that song came out, so I don't remember it at all. But when see when you heard the, the those guitar riffs on Monday night. Uh, after Money in the Bank, and you didn't know who it was, and then you saw CM Punk there. And just you're just like, whoa,
0: this <coughs> then, is something yeah. big happening. That is one of my favorite moments in in wrestling, at least in the 2010s. Is that yeah. you know, Cena wins the belt from Mysterio, yeah, and then he hears the music, and that, even that's, even not plays, like, that's not Alberto. That's right, not Alberto because Alberto won the Money in the Bank. That's not Del Rio, right? It's not Alberto. And then CM Punk walks out. And the the best part for me, now I'm getting into like a whole story, but when CM Punk comes in the ring and Cena says the champ is here and he holds his belt up, but then Punk holds his up higher. Yes. And then Cena acknowledges it like, that's right, he is the true champion. Like, And then he leaves. That That is perfectly written. That is how it should have been. But no, that music is solid. I like that music too. Um, Now that you took two of mine, I got to really dig deep, <laughs> deep here. Um. My time by Triple H.
2: Yes, that was going to be my next one. My time. <laughs> it's my time. That,
0: that is a great one. Like, and I, I like all his music was good. King of Kings, and I think know, he has the, the best. Game. I think he has the
2: best, like variety of music. They were all good. Yeah. All of them. Yeah.
0: Yeah. My time is definitely. A, well, I mean, a he
2: had the luxury of having
1: Motorhead do his last two. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: Absolutely.
0: Yeah, my time is solid. All right, Alexis, number three.
2: Glorious Domination. <laughs> be rude. Dude. Glorious. Glorious. I will give in. I will give in. until I'm victorious. Dude, that song, that'll forever be one of... If that isn't... I actually have that downloaded on my Apple podcast. One of the many.
0: <laughs> uh,
2: one of the many wrestling songs I have, but that is that song is just awesome dude just aw- and it, it's it's really not a lot to it it's just the i don't know and then way bobby roode came out with that with that uh with the with the uh with the spotlight on him oh yeah and then he had, and then he had the little machine kind of like turning him yeah glorious domination man just one of my all-time favorites and it's it's really not too old it's fairly new but it's 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 gonna hold up i think forever
0: Am I mistaken, or do I remember this, that he came out to an entrance to that song, maybe Mania, and he had like the choir. That yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yes. That was yes. amazing. Yes. Yeah, I like that one. MVP Europe.
1: <sighs> NWO black and white.
0: Solid. Solid choice.
2: Definitely solid, for sure.
0: Yeah. Although I do like the, the Hulk Hogan black and white one, the Jimi Hendrix. Oh,
2: <laughs> love child yeah I'm
0: not picking that one I just like that one you just no,
1: it. no it's, it's good but um, just you you heard like if you if you watch night show you heard that at least six times a night you yeah. hear
2: that guitar riff you yeah. already know
1: wah, wah, you... Wah, wah. oh and
0: he comes out playing the the belt yep, belt. yep. <laughs> solid um I'm gonna go just because of my memory when I was a kid, like it's nothing special but i just knew shit was getting real when this and that music came on during the streak goldberg yeah when like he bang his head into the locker and he's coming out and he, they're like oh he's 98 no like you just knew like someone's about to get wrecked like they're about to wreck somebody
1: you actually took one of mine my... <laughs> the <Goldberg. laughs>
0: and then yeah. like as you get older in wwe it's like okay like it's there, but like when I was oh a no, kid, no 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 I, 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 I Burton, still
1: feel it I still
2: feel it man
0: yeah so I still what a, feel it. <laughs> where are you going with Alexis number this is what number four yeah number four. this one's probably not on anybody's list
2: but I used to just get hyped when I heard this song as I knew who was coming out it was Psycho Sid oh Psycho Sid's entrance you're talking when about like to,
0: WrestleMania 10, yeah eleven when he's 11? But yeah. he used to start off with
2: like that. That he'd uh, look around. Yeah, dude, who's the man? And when he had <laughs> the the SID over him when he used to come into the uh, to the ring and it used to be like uh, the fireworks yeah. going on it, dude. I, I'm a huge Psycho Sid Mark, and I just that music. I just always love that damn music, dude. <laughs> another one that I another one that that's on my playlist on a pretty regular basis for sure. Yeah.
0: What about you, MVP?
2: Uh we're
1: uh have to dig deep for these these last ones and not just you know pick because of what have you done for me lately. I, I think we all want to pick kingdom for you know Cody Rhodes Kingdom, but yeah. uh I'll go like end of WCW Sting theme Seek and Destroy by Metallica
0: Oh yeah. Ooh, that's
1: a, and... that's a good one. Was that
0: Goldberg or Sting? That was Sting. The... Goldberg. That was Crow one, Sting. Too. Goldberg had um a different version of music. He had other from Megadeth or Yes, yeah. Crush him Yeah. Crush him was yeah. amazing. Ooh, yeah. that might be ooh. Crush 'em was solid. Yeah, yeah I like but... that one. But, but yeah, yeah solid it, one.
1: But, but, but seek and destroy the uh they, I didn't. They didn't do the album theme for the album version for Sting. I think they did like a one live from like Woodstock version for his entrance music. Yeah, but like they like the the prelude to them just playing the theme was it was just like thunder crashing. Mm. But yeah, yeah. That, that like his his last his last music in WCW Sting.
0: For my fourth one, I don't even know how none of us have thought of this one until now. Edge on this day, Metalingus. That is just, (laughs) and then when he holds up his hands in the fireworks, whoa, like that was a good one. I love that song. That actually is on my workout playlist. Well, when I work out, you can clearly see I don't, but if I do, it's in there. (laughs) (laughs) Alexis, go ahead. Last one.
2: Man, it's only get one. Well, I, I need to have an auto mention on the next on another one. There's a couple other ones I really, really like, but uh, I I loved Walk for RVD mm. and ECW. Yeah, that was just another. That was
0: just another <laughs> one. <laughs> oh yeah.
2: yeah. So I really, I really, really loved uh, Walk by RVD ECW. That's that's definitely on one of my top choices for sure.
0: That's solid.
1: So yeah,
2: now I didn't even think ECW,
1: but one of my honorable mentions would be uh, Man in a Box
2: for Tommy Dreamer's team.
1: Oh, nice! Yeah. What
2: was uh? What was the Sandman's? Enter Sandman. Enter Sandman, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That right. was another. That was another really really good one that I liked in ECW. So, yeah, that's
1: so for me. Um, my favorite wrestling themes. I would play it and then walk. <laughs> yeah. My last one would be the Nexus theme.
0: That's a solid one.
1: I, I, I don't I don't know if uh, if you were watching wrestling then. Yeah, see I, I wasn't watching I the Nexus No, theme. I
0: was. I was how did it go again? It was um oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. How did it start? Uh, it was um
1: Walk Alone yeah.
0: And oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, my.
0: do you you know the story of Nexus though?
2: Yes, I do know. Yeah. I do know the story of Nexus. Yes,
0: but that raw—that was like Wade Barrett out, and Dolph yeah. Ziggler yeah. and all of them. Right? Yeah,
2: we we
1: we, we got five seconds. Like we, we could play stuff for five seconds. I'll yeah. Put
0: the I'll put WWE as a credit holder. We're, we're, we're <laughs> no liability or responsibility of this music, but no. I, I, it I,
1: it I, Alexis has to hear this. Yeah. The way it hits. It's... And the
0: way all eight walk out in unison, yeah. and you hear yes. that, bruh.
1: Yeah. Oh, Throw I, it away. All right, so I, I'll give you five seconds. <laughs> all right, that's five. <laughs> all, right, all right.
0: Yeah, but you got to hear it longer than that because it yeah, it's way better. You, you, yeah, the
1: song, the song is incredible.
0: You know what? I'm gonna go with this one because you guys took all my good ones. <laughs> but, uh, I gotta go shield. Sierra uh, Hotel India no. Ligue the Shield dang, dang. and then they walk through the crowd. That's just like mm. no, and they're ta- all dressed like that. We're talking
1: about the shield version, not the one That's... that Roman Reigns had. No, no,
0: no, no, no. no. So um For me, I... Roman Reigns didn't exist. From when the shield ended until the tribal chief, because he was <laughs> figuring stuff out. The big dog. Yeah. Actually, I don't mind his music now. The way that mania entrance was. Uh, no, his music now piano, is really it's, good. It's it's like final boss music. Final boss. I music. said that before. But uh, yeah. So yeah, I'll go. With, did I pick? What did I just say? Sure. Shield. Yeah. Okay. We're good. No,
1: all right. So the shield version. Um, there's certain parts where if you have. A really good system that bass just like pumps
0: yeah no and you
1: you don't feel the same you don't get that same thing when you hear Roman Reigns version
0: oh honorable mention this see this is why I like talking just randomly because it just pops in my head what about the original Seamus
1: it's a it's a with a lobster head yeah too too many lines
0: that is (laughs) That music, that was, it, it felt like a Celtic warrior music is what it yeah. felt like. I like that, and he got you, pushed hard. Beat Cena in that tables match. Oh like, yeah. he just can't got here. But
2: you want, dude. know um, <clears throat> one of my dad's favorite entrance music was what's that? Gold dust. <laughs>
0: that the music, theatrics? yeah. That yeah.
2: Mu- and with the entrance, that yeah. gold dust music. My dad just loved that damn. Gold dust music.
0: When he was with Marlena, Marlena, right? Yeah. Marlena and her director's chair. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Gold her, her cigar.
0: And her cigar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm so hoping we're good... not talking about the version with Luna Vashan and the, no, 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 no. no. And... <laughs> the, yeah. The, the, so the, many...
1: the artist formerly known.
0: Yeah. yeah. There's so many good
2: ones too. Like we could talk, we could, we could probably talk about next time. I mean, like tag teams, but, um, Ax and Smash, the demolition, the demolition one. Oh man, that was that was. Here comes the Smash. Yeah, yeah man, that was awesome too. Now,
0: now you're gonna make me talk about LOD. Whoa. Oh,
2: Did yeah.
0: Did and then the spikes on their shoulders. Good guy. Here,
2: oh,
1: no, I, I have an obscure one, only because I think it's hilarious. Um,
0: Raven's the- flock. No, i kidding. <laughs>
1: The American males.
0: Oh my <laughs> No, all right, that so throwback. So the American right, males, who's that? Marcus Bagwell. Marcus and, Bagwell
1: and uh Scotty Riggs. Yeah. Oh so, so the American the, the, males. no, no right, So so it starts <laughs> off with like a really hard like rock rift. It's like, and like yo, some some stuff's about to go down there. And then all of a sudden you hear American
0: males. Yeah, American. <laughs> yeah, dude. We we'll we'll bring up a lot of. We, I have a lot of top fives that I wrote out that I want to talk about, but yeah, no American males. Whoa, wow, <laughs> that's a super that throwback right there.
2: Yeah,
0: that, that's before he was in the tag team Vicious and Delicious with uh, Scott Norton. Yeah, that's another. That's throwback.
2: WCW right there. WCW. Oh yeah, Vicious and <laughs>
0: Delicious. Yeah. But that just
2: reminds me when he used to wear that big old top hat, when Marcus Bagwell used to wear that big old top hat when yeah. he was in the NWO.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you guys want to do? You want to do the uh, pay-per-view game? Because I sure. got a good one. I okay. got a good one. So. Go yeah, let's do it. <laughs> uh, I did not write out the matches. They're on my phone. So <laughs> here's the throwback part of it. Two of the matches were on Sunday night heat before the pay-per-view.
2: Oh, okay. I remember that.
0: Yep. So Raven defeated Valvenus Sunday night heat. And the Holly Cousins Hardcore and Crash defeated Kaientai, Taku Takamijinuku and Funaki. So that shows you about the year. So
1: Indeed.
0: Oh, yeah. And William <laughs> William Regal defeated Rikishi too on Sunday night heat. Okay. Uh One match was three stages of hell. Winner gets Angle's Olympic gold medal. Kurt Angle defeats Chris Benoit 2-1. The WWF Hardcore Championship triple threat hardcore match. Rhino defeated Big Show and Test to retain the title.
2: Damn Test.
0: Women's Championship, China defeated Lita. The Intercontinental Championship chain match. Kane defeated Triple H to win the belt. The number one contenders, uh WWF World Tag Team Championship, Tag Team Turmoil, Chris Jericho and Chris Benoit, defeated the Dudley Boys, Edge and Christian, the Hardy Boys, the APA, X-Factor, which was X-Pac and Just Incredible, and the Radicals, Dean Malenko and Perry Saturn. Damn, how many tag
2: teams was that?
0: It was a tag team turmoil match. It was crazy. Oh,
2: okay, yeah.
0: And then the main event. WWF Championship no-holds-barred match. Stone Cold Steve Austin defeated The Undertaker to retain retain the title. Any guess on the year?
1: 2002.
0: Okay. What about you, Alexis? Any guess? Maybe this is the time you fell out. Who knows? Maybe you remember. I don't know.
2: You said Austin Undertaker was the main event?
0: Yeah. Austin defeated The Undertaker to retain the title. And a no holds barred match.
2: Oh, that sounds like 99 or 2000 to me.
0: When I tell you the pay per view, you'll remember the poster of it, too. The All right. poster of the, so, of the event.
1: Unforgiven 2002. Here's my logic 2001 is when WCW got bought out. And there's sure. a lot of names on there that would have been in the alliance. But they're not facing off. It wasn't WWE versus WCW there. So I'm guessing this is after that. So that's my, my reasoning for
2: 2002. Yeah, the radicals are in there too. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, they, they would they would separate and then come back together when needed. And then X-Factor. X factor, what a tag like,
0: team! Yeah. X-Pac and just incredible. Which is a great name, by the way. Just I'm guess- incredible.
1: I'm guessing this is before Goldberg, so this, so it wasn't two thousand three. So my my guess is Unforgiven two thousand two.
0: That's a solid guess, but isn't it, uh, Alexis?
1: No way out two thousand two.
2: Uh- <laughs> <laughs> um. It doesn't sound like a big like a big
0: four. It's not a big four, but I'm telling you when I tell it to you the poster of the pay-per-view you're going to be like I know exactly the pay-per-view. I know that that billboard. Is it Bad Blood 2002? Nope. It is 2001. Oh. 2001. Is the end of it. But it's Judgment Day.
2: Okay. Judgment Day. Okay. That's okay. like
0: unforgiven. 02. That's close to Judgment Day 01, but it's yeah. 2001 Judgment Day.
2: Okay. Nice. That was so, close. Yeah, MVP's pretty good at this game. He's a lot better than I am,
0: dude. Watch I'm a lot of wrestling. Just telling <laughs> it. I'm just telling you. He went to Vegas for school. He had me hold on to all his wrestling stuff. Which, by the way, it was only customary. I held on to his big gold. It was a big gold. No, it was a spinner oh, belt. The yeah. John Cena spinner belt. Because he bought the replica of that, and uh, I had to pin him to win it so I could hold on to it till he got back, which I did. Um. But no, oh god, where's was, where was I going with that? I, see, I get sidetracked, dude. I get. Oh yeah, he had me hold all his wrestling stuff. He has DVDs on DVDs on DVDs of just all. This is before the WWE Network when you actually like yeah. buy everything. Um, and he, you even had that Kofi Kingston autograph belt.
2: Yep, Man so, of the Skokie. <laughs> yeah,
0: but yeah, no, he knows a lot about wrestling. Yeah, I
2: moved around. I moved around a lot, like as a kid. So like, I didn't. I had, like, a lot of wrestling figures and had all the belts and stuff that came out with the wrestling figures. But I moved around so much, man, that I lost stuff, gave stuff away. You know what I mean? So I wish I would have kept on to a lot of my, my wrestling stuff
0: that I had because
2: I had a ton of it. Right. I even had wrestling buddies.
0: <laughs> no, my, my favorite uh, thing about when I was a kid is wrestling figures. Every mm-hmm. day I'd wake up. I'd pull out my big tub of wrestling figures, and I'd have my own pay-per-views. No ring or anything; just on the. So everything was like a hardcore match. Like I'd do them on the stairs of the, the house.
1: Yeah. At
0: uh, one time, The Rock fell down the the stairs, and I just played it <laughs> off like it was supposed to happen. I'm like, "Oh my god, he he's gonna lose the title." <laughs> but, uh, yeah. <laughs> he's
2: broken no, in half. <laughs> Literally. <laughs>
0: yeah. How do you learn to fall off a 20-foot ladder? <laughs> oh, that, that dog just
1: chewed off his leg.
0: Dude, Jim, that's another conversation for another podcast, the shit that JR would say. <laughs> so he'd cuss out like Austin or Triple H. Damn you, Triple H. <laughs> Damn you to hell. Yeah. <laughs> so, what else you guys got? This is a good episode.
1: So um I want to say that, so we're a wrestling podcast that mainly focuses on WWE. I, I, I really want to like, we've, we've mentioned this before. i really want to like AEW and for, for the most part I do, but it just reminds me so much of the latter days of WCW. So this, this past Wednesday, I'm dynamite. Uh, so I guess they're starting a program with MJF and Adam Cole.
2: mm Mhm. Bye bye. Yeah.
1: So, so they had they had um, MJF cutting a promo on Adam Cole, which was word for word the same promo that Adam Cole hit on carrying Cross, Cross in, right? In NXT, and I'm like, I mean, all right, it is a good promo, but like, do do you really need to? Do it word for word.
0: Yeah, I don't know if you're trolling him at that point or if you're actually MJF is just one of those people that I don't think he really cares what he says because he's just so in his heel mode. Even outside of wrestling, he's just become this person that I don't think he really cares. He's like, I'll do whatever, whatever I want to do, <laughs> like, whatever. No,
1: but you're doing this against Adam Cole, right? And Adam Cole can hold his own, hold his own on the microphone.
2: I, I oh, know. for sure, and and in the ring. Yeah. Every, everybody really talks this whole big thing about MJF, and, yeah, he can cut a good promo. Know, he's kept, to me, and Travis, you know I talk to Larson about this all the time because, you know, he's a big MJF mark. MJF just sounds like a big crybaby to me. Like, he's always whining. He's always crying how oh, he's the best, and I deserve this, and I deserve that. And I guess that's good because you're supposed to not like a heel, right? So he's doing good work. Don't get me wrong he deserves the title and he's he's improved from the little bit that i've seen but he, i've, I've he, always seen him as a, a crybaby
0: he reminds me of any star in the later wcw that just thought that like this company can't function without me so you never know what you're gonna get with him maybe he it, say they want to put the title on cold does mjf do the job and drop it or does he pull some shit that you know Hogan would have done, you know, with Jeff Jarrett at Bash of the Beach. Like, no, I'm going to pull my card and I'm not losing. Like, you know, I don't know what you're going to give with MJF. He's so much that person now, even outside of wrestling, that he could sabotage something to say, you know what? Wrestling ain't anything without me. So yeah, I sabotaged that. You know, he's so, a wild card. I don't know so, what you're going to get. So
1: here's the thing. I I believe that this title reign has really exposed them. Uh, and I look I. I went into his title ring. I I legit liked him. Uh it, it really I I really don't think he's I really don't think he's shit anymore. Um so I think the the ratings haven't been all too good during his championship reign. I mean they have to go and call Sam Punk to come work again, you know?
0: yeah i mean this is what you said like i don't really like aew because they hoard stars that they don't do anything with keith lee for example should be doing a lot bigger things than he's been given however i have kind of high hopes because they're going to start this new program collision that maybe they do their own brand split i think is what they're going to do and you can utilize a lot more of these wrestlers yeah but it, it is becoming like um I just don't know the process there, like, what they're trying to accomplish. I don't know. It feels like they just throw stuff together willy-nilly and just, you know, see what sticks to the wall, and I don't know. I'm not well, a fan.
2: Well, see, I think what it is with AEW is that, you know, they have their niche, right? They have yeah. the 18 to the 35 guys, and, you know, the, the, the trick and why WWE does so well with what they do is that they cater to the kids, too. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, WWE, doesn't, I wish they would use more color, but I like that they don't use it all the time because, you know, you got a lot of kids watching. And when you're watching AEW, you're looking at, like, blood baths Yeah. You know what I mean? And not a lot of people want to see that on a Friday night or on a Wednesday night when they're flipping through channels with their yeah. kids. You okay. know what I mean? Um, that,
0: that's a good point. For me, like, you know, if you're going to show blood, like, for me, that's as an important. adult, like, it's got to be... A moment that like needs it, right. where you're like, like okay, for example, Mick Foley gets thrown off the the cage. I expect to see something because like it makes it more real. But yeah, you don't have to like punch someone just show blood all the time. It's like okay, it takes away from like when it really does happen. But, like no, I just see it all the time, and I'm desensitized to it. You know? No,
1: but not to mention they do it on free television all the time. Yep. If they did it on pay per view all the time, they'd be different. Right. They, right. They, it, it's they do it so much on free TV it's become homogenized
0: but that's the thing too do you need blood to sell the match because how many matches have no. we seen in WWE recently that like you know Cody and Roman that didn't need blood for it to be important you know it's right. a good wrestled match with storytelling That I think yeah. that the visual sometimes is one thing if you need to have blood or whatever for me like the story in the match is way more important than the, you don't have to show me blood to realize how important this match is just the story in it shows me enough how important this match is, you know. You gotta know how you gotta know
2: when to use it, like Bret yep. Hart, Bret Hart, Stone Cold Steve Austin. That, oh, me too. I mean, yeah, you gotta know when to use it. You yeah. know, that's the perfect. It wasn't a ton of blood, but just enough to where he's losing blood and he passes out. Probably you, one of the best you, matches.
0: You see, it you see that his yeah. teeth,
2: right? Probably it's one of the best like matches.
0: The, the of line all time. of it coming down the face while he's yeah. in a sharpshooter. Perfect. Yeah. You know, Beautiful.
2: and, and, and it's, it was used perfectly, and I, I believe Brett bladed him, bladed for him, bladed him for him, and those are the moments when you need it, you know, yeah. and, um, but I, I mean, I do, I definitely agree. I would like to, you know, talk a little bit more AEW. I got to watch a little bit more of it. I do catch it here and there. Um, like I said, I don't have cable. I have, like, the TNT stream, so I have to, like, make some time. To try to catch up with it, but I'm down for talking some AEW for sure, because a lot of the guys that I really like are on AEW right oh, now. Oh, for especially, sure, yeah, especially Adam Cole, baby. That was baby, my guy. uh-huh. That's my guy for sure. Oh, but- NXT no. when he had the faction NXT, that's my guy.
0: Yeah, I See. think we transitioned this podcast into like no more recaps. We just talk yeah. wrestling. <laughs> I like how this episode was. We just I had a couple of pinpoints, but just talk wrestling. Absolutely. You know, look, at, look at all the throwback! I never knew coming into this episode I was going to talk about the American males. That's for sure. <laughs> for man, for no sure. Cool I was talking about that.
2: For sure. I did not but think the American males for sure. I didn't think I was going to talk about two-core Scorpio either. True.
0: <laughs> true. So, all right. Anything else, guys? You're good.
2: I think we're good, man. What do you guys think about the new titles before we go out for the women? Uh, I think with The white straps?
0: You know, I kind of like how uniform it is. It makes okay. them more important. It's, I agree. <laughs> they don't have to be the most beautiful thing like yeah they're replicas of the male title but if the male titles are important now the female titles look as important right right. yeah agreed 100% but now you guys should just run by yeah because i think now zane and owens are just patiently waiting for theirs now They, Mm -hmm. they get new belts too if you're gonna get rid of all the unification ones and just have new belts then they should have a beautiful one too like a gorgeous gold one or something and Yeah,
1: or or find a way to separate them. I'm still holding hope.
0: But you don't have enough tag team talent to do that, though. Yeah, but do do you
1: really need your your champions double dipping every week?
0: No, but you can have them just focused on like Raw for a month till that PLE, and then maybe a tag team on SmackDown. Or they don't got to be on every single episode. But I think it would make them more important because you have so much more potential for different rivalries. But if you have two different champions, it's going to be like, remember when it was Usos against New Day? Like every pay pay per (laughs) view. Those were bangers, though. Of course they were. But it's like, is there anyone else? (laughs) Right. Like, you know who did tag teams right? WCW. They did tag teams right. They had a lot of good tag teams. Because you had, like, and they were tag teams that didn't break up and do their own single thing. They were tag team champions. It made that division feel very important, you know? The Blue Bloods, Harlequin. Harlem Heat, Steiner Brothers, like, you know right. what I'm talking about? Like, uniform tag teams, like, even old-school WWE, the Rockers, the Hart Foundation. Now you have, like, Shinsuke and Cesaro. Like, no, that's not a tag team. You just put two people together. Like, stop Right, it.
2: right. Sometimes that works, though. You know, the bar worked. The bar with Sheamus and Cesaro, that worked. You know, no one really thought, what are you doing putting these two guys together? Right. They ran with it, you know? Yeah. But like, I think
0: they're – go ahead. No, I was going to say, like, pretty deadly. They're are a new tag team that <laughs> yeah. they're uniform. They that, that's what I think the WWE is missing is like more uniform tag teams to come in, you know. That's just me though.
2: And like you said, they don't have to you don't have to showcase those guys every week. You know, you have a lot of people on that roster. You can you can give them a break. Like we yep. talked about in the last podcast. You don't need to see Cody Rhodes every single week. Yep. You know, you don't need to see Sami Zayn and Owens. Every single week, you know, so, you know, we'll see, we'll, we'll see what they do, but it looks like they're unifying the women's tag team titles though. Yep. With, yep. Uh, so yeah. that seems that, that looks pretty cool. That looks pretty good. Cool. Yeah. I don't really, I don't really like the Ronda Baszler. Oh. <laughs> uh, I I love to get a swerve and give it to those new girls and let yeah. them run with it. Right.
0: Why
2: not? Right. Why not? I you. I think at, at this
1: point, Ronda has go away heat.
0: Oh, yeah. Big time. Not like Dom Dom. Oh. <laughs> but uh, all right, guys. Yeah, this is a uh, episode five of Triple Threat Pro Wrestling podcast. If you like what you see, comment. Mm-hmm. If you have your own uh, comments on the top fives, we did drop them down there. And let's see what you got to say. If you could think of any throwbacks that uh, we didn't think of, you know, it'd be cool to see everyone else's opinion. So if you
1: if- think our picks absolutely sucked, let, let, let us hear them. I, I want to hear every I want to see everything.
0: I never want to hear the American male suck, though. That was <laughs> uh, you no, know, uh, Yeah, make sure you comment, like, subscribe. We're on YouTube, Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts. We're on Facebook, Instagram. We're everywhere. Just search up Jim Intense Sports, and you'll see us. So until maybe this weekend, boys. Maybe we'll do a recap stuff this weekend or whatever. So,
2: so All right, yeah, sounds yeah. good.
0: All right, peace out. Peace out, fellas. Oh.